0: This week on the Push Pull Legs Podcast, we talk about our problem clients, a new bagel place opening up, and combine free testing challenge. I say what? In three, two, one. I've got no pan of raisin, down. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Poor Legs Podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom. Oh, what's going on, buddy?
1: That's so a strange date you're having, mate, if you're missing out on Panorais, and I thought you
0: had one of those every morning, every morning on that, <laughs> yeah? that hype. Hey, mate, that, that's going to be part of my uh, ribbon for the future on my Instagram stories. Uh, yeah, you can tell who listen to the podcast on the amount of, uh, I don't know, reactions abuse off that story yeah <laughs> not abuse mate no crying with laughter so it's all good and love I'm just like yep absolutely fine no <laughs> no half of them are wrong that's all i'm gonna say but uh yeah we did a me and mike did a, a filming session
1: the other day on our youtube and i started the first one with hey guys and I went that's the wrong podcast. Was, I, do this,
0: like, I do this weekly. I, I do
1: this weekly. And then we do that one like once every five, six weeks. So it just takes a bit of like, oh, I've not done this for a little while. Um, so yeah, it's quite funny. How do you, how do you start that one? It's happening? Uh, Mike starts it. And then I go, we're Dan and Mike from Biceps & Banner. And we're here to help you with your fitness business and, camera, right? and like, right. so I went, hey, guys. And I was like, that's not what I say yet.
0: Why go you Hi guys, we're here
1: to help with your business. Yeah, if you're fucking listen, yeah. Jesus, that's what we should. Ah, we'll saying. get
0: into that. We'll get into that, won't we? Uh, it's fine. Yeah, might as well. Yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, you might be listening. No. Well, whomever, no whomever. Chance. <laughs> no chance. No chance. They're listening, mate. Because if uh, if, if, if they effort. didn't if, if if they didn't spend the amount it is is to be with you to watch some videos, they're not probably gonna pick up a free podcast. So. Ooh. <laughs> why would you do a free podcast to just resonate with your audience? No, why would you do that? No, never. No, that seems only, that seems silly. Who would do that? Um. Anyway, mate, how are you? What's happening?
1: I'm good. Um, as you asked me that, I literally yawned. I'm tired. Yeah, oh. other than that, I'm alright. Golf mm. tomorrow, so that's always a good thing. I always, always golf after a podcast. That's the that's the beauty of uh, of Wednesdays, really? Wednesday mornings. Anyway, not see so, yeah, that would be that would
0: be for me. I haven't so got golf. Late. No, no golf so tomorrow. Um I do feel like my I am as as you know, I, I'm in active recovery week. So I haven't got as much training volume this week, which is weird. And I also think I need a massage because I when I swam and played golf on the same day last week, I feel like I've that was too much, a lot of rotating. So my neck is a bit yeah. meh. I can get I've got, got it. Yeah. So I was like Ugh. Yeah, but what I'm gonna do, I'm sure you're gonna enjoy this, Dan. Is I'm gonna do a, a dry run, a wet run, call it a wet run, of my full swim this week, just to see where I'm at. I'm, yeah, I realize I'm, I'm about a year out, but I'm just like I, I want to know. So I'm gonna do 1.9 k nonstop of swimming. Uh, I couldn't think just... of anything worse to be doing, <laughs> than my... uh, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go unwetsuited. Um, I will be faster in my wetsuit, but I'm gonna do it unwetsuited, just because I'm uh, hardcore, and I. So cold. Degrees. Oh, it's fucking freezing, mate. Like honestly, I've never realised. Like I've done a lot of, pretty much all the time I've been in like swimming. I'm I'm a good swimmer, and uh, it's always been pool based or like lake based in America, where it's been like lovely and warm. Um, you know, and like you dip your toe in the sea, it's like you're not, but you're not really swimming this like it's uh, i've been in worse like i've been in like 5 6 degrees of water in like norway and stuff but that's like a shock factor i'm in there for like 5 10 minutes and i'm getting out um this is obviously my training sessions are about 50 to minutes to an hour which i'm in like 15 16 17 degrees so i was in like 16 degrees last week um and mate the plan that i've got is based off heart rate zones at that temperature can't get my heart rate up just can't get it up. Woo! Um, yeah, wow. just can't just, just doesn't happen. Like I can't, like I can't get it up above like over 130, 135. Uh, and I'm like gunning it. I'm like hitting like a hundred. Like sp- this won't mean anything to you, but like one thirty, like one twenty-five hundreds. And like, nah, no chance. Can't even do it. Like, weird, wow. isn't it? Something else quite a, isn't it? it's quite funny. But so but to the extent where I feel like I can go, I can just cause I because I'm not overheating in any way, like you would when you <laughs> run or like when you yeah. cycle. So I feel like the longevity is there straight away. So I think that's been the biggest improvement in terms of that. So yeah, I'm gonna have a little dry one, see what happens. One point nine. So I've got to do thirty two lengths of a sixty meter pull, you will take that anyway. seems excessive i'm i i do not know i don't really know how long it's gonna take me i'm gonna i'm gonna guess i'm gonna do it in about 35 minutes i reckon um so yeah that's Mm -hmm. good and that's without i won't i don't have any like headphones or anything you can buy them now but yeah it's good yeah yeah i've seen people using them but mate maybe you should buy uh, some Maybe I should, but I was, I literally, I've written this just in case anybody's been inspired by uh, me doing triathlons. Dan, obviously not. Look at his face, fucking now. Look at your little face. Oh, um, no chance. Mate, there is a similar outlay of cost, I think, to triathlons and golf. I have come to realise the no, amount of cool, shit <laughs> that I've had so far. Obviously, you not have to be a member of anything, but like in just stuff, Right. My goggles are nice goggles, so they're like sixty quid each because I've got had them like lasered to my eyes, whatever. Pretty good. I get them. They're fun, aren't they? Ooh, I know they're shiny. And then so like that's one hundred and twenty quid. Then I bought that fucking stupid thing that you're gonna take the piss out of me forever. Hydration vest. A hydration vest. So that's gonna be interesting Um, as I go through that. (laughs) <laughs> that's cost like a hundred quid with the like the extra bottle um obviously a new um i don't need a new bike but i want a new bike so but i think i'm going to get a second hand bike between like probably like two two to three grand um and then like new shoes are like the shoes start at like 150 that are good um so i've got two pairs of them and then it's bonkers mate absolutely bonkers you should have,
1: you should have brought a track, man. just
0: just use that in your house oh yeah new new watch fucking like 250 quid um and then what's what's the what's the other things i needed Uh, obviously i've got i've already got a wetsuit from doing before but i know the wetsuits generally cost between like 200 and 300 quid um bonkers mate bonkers it doesn't but seem yeah. like a, a worthy enough sport to be, to be warranted <laughs> yeah. spending a lot of money on. I'm not going to lie. I know. It's crazy. I was like, mm. uh, I was like, dude, I was totally up and I was like, I feel like I've spent quite a lot of money on this. So I better do it. Um, yeah. Oh, well. Oh, I am God, now a triathlon boy. Uh, mm. All good. All good. So if anybody wants to get into triathlons, um, obviously, I just recorded don't. my new YouTube today. Uh, don't, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <Seems like. laughs> do it all on cut basically. price. Like, yeah. I would definitely start at like just just have a bike, just do this. It's absolutely fine. Um, and I haven't gone outrageous as well. I bought a cheaper watch than I probably could have. I bought yeah cheaper other stuff. Yeah. I went. I spent money on like the goggles because I thought they were fun. Give me something to talk about in there. Oh, uh, but all good, all good, mate. So yeah, my runs are up wow. nearer two hours now. My swims are like fucking bonkers. The, it's just the cycling. I haven't done enough cycling. I'm gonna have to make a push for that. I feel like I push that for the, like, you
1: know. Oh mate, you're, in a, you're in a good city for it. You got a lot of cycle lanes,
0: so just start making. Like, the cycle lanes. No, it's just boring. Just, start it's around, just longer. It's longer. I feel like, I, but you become one of those people. I'm like, I'm I, there's plenty. I'm sure there's some cyclists that listen to this, but they're like the cyclists that go around Regent's Park are the ones that like. I'm just like they're absolute balance. You know? Yeah. I think most cyclists are mates. I think that's just part of the, <laughs> part of the description, isn't it? It's like I prefer doing are. my cycling inside. So yeah, I should just buy a what bike? Just buy a what bike? That'd be right. Easier. Just do that. Easier. Just do that. So I'm sure if I stole one from another gym, so they wouldn't mind. Walk they out, out, just walk <laughs> so, out with mind. I'm just if I go in with on a high with high vis and say I'm there from what from what bike to service it, and i have like I've got to take it outside to. Do that. I'm sure I'd I'd, I'd get you away with it. You a
1: much better chance, wouldn't you? Mm. If someone had come into the third space when I was there, saying no, I'd have gone. Yeah, okay, see you now.
0: Yeah, off you go. Literally, I just like crack on. Um, I did that yesterday. um I had to like I was meant to be working from home all day, yeah, pretty much. And I would mapped out all this stuff to film. had a perfect day, and then um yeah, just three Polish lads turned up, and I was like, "Can I help you?" They're like, yeah, we've got over here to read like. We did the walls last week, so we got to redo some of this stuff, um, like paint. I was like, "Have you?" <laughs> I had no comms from like my, like landlord stuff anyway, and at, at all. And I was like, uh, "Do I believe you?" Like, I took like valuable things. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, everything <laughs> you was, own. I was like, <laughs> I was "Like, thanks." I'll bring my estate agent, like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, yeah, interesting, fun stuff, but yeah. Always good when you've planned out your day and then you have to... I went to my office and I was just like, great. I'm going to have to move my days around in terms of what I'm doing. Anyway, Daniel, all good. All good. Which brings me to something that I feel like you will be on par with this and you would enjoy this in terms of... Um, There is a new bagel place that's opened up near me in Primrose Hill. Are Do you a bagel, a bagel fan? I love yeah so this is a like even one of my clients that makes his own bagels and he lived in manhattan for like 10 years so he's super excited um and it's like new york proper new york bagels that they've come to primrose hill so i definitely want to go um so what if i list you these in terms of what they've got so this is a proper like there's different bagels and then they do different smears so obviously like the schmear of cream cheese that they put on yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, yeah, stuff like that. What would you, I don't care what's in it. Cause obviously there's like oh, salmon, blah, 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 blah. We're just going to talk about bagel and schmear. What would you pick out of these Daniel? So you've got a plain, a sesame and everything, an egg and a garlic, a pumpernickel, a salt, a poppy, An onion, cinnamon, raisin, or a rainbow? What are you having? Salt or sesame. Salt or sesame. Sesame's good. I feel like like I'm going to go for an everything bagel when I go. And they're excited. They've got like queues around the corner of this place. So, And then you've got a schmear. Um, So we've got plain. We've got scallion, which for us people is, I believe, green onion. Right. That is correct. Um, you're like I don't know uh, right. <laughs> scallion. I believe is like green onion. Um, yeah, you have got dill, horseradish, butter, vegetable. Don't know what that means? Jalapeno, sun-dried tomato, or lox. I don't know what that is. That seems probably probably fish. your horseradish because
1: I would have got mustard. Horseradish, horse because I, I feel like with a bagel, like I want what I'm thinking, Tom, is I want I want like salt beef with it. I want a proper meaty one. I'm not mm. having a smoked salmon cream cheese one. That's 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 breakfasty. That's a breakfast. <laughs> kind of yeah, but I'm thinking late, if I want a lunchtime, I want a lunchtime bagel, or you know, for dinner, I'm having crammed full of salt beef with horseradish,
0: some pickles. Do you know? That's what I'm thinking when you say mm. that. So I'm very excited to go here. So mm. I might I might get a salt beef one, because that they are good. Yeah, might go yeah everything. But I want to see. I, I would like a jalapeno schmear. Like I know that's jalapeno cream cheese. I'd be interested to see what goes with that. Um, so if anybody's in London, I believe it's called It's Bagel or It's Bagels, and it's in Primrose Hill. It's just opened up apparently as a rival to the Bagel place, which is in Brick Lane, which is quite famous. So anybody is. Yeah, looking out there, apparently this place is the new place to go. That's coming from my client who makes his own fucking bagels. And he's like, these are good. And I was like, you make your own bagels, you weirdo. I should know. So He's the he's the man to know. If anybody knows, it'll be Nick. Nick with the bagels. Um, but anyway, have you seen um, Castor? Castor? With the the, store, the brand, the, yeah. the sweat retaining uh, shirts, the football shirt, yeah, yeah, really bad. What's really funny as well, they're also looking for investment right now. Um, I believe they're trying to like raise capital. <laughs> That's not a good thing. Probably for new uh, t shirts, I assume. New, <laughs> they Clearly need new shirt. Um, so yeah, if anybody wants, I think I think Adidas has a bid like forty million for them or something like that. So, but if anybody got a spare, hundred million or so to. To invest in Castor, I believe that was what they were looking for. But yeah, they've got very sweaty tops. I always thought that was because obviously we did work in football. The um the sweaty tops are always the fan ones, right? Not the pro ones. The pro yeah. ones are always normally a, a little bit different and they don't retain the warp like sweat. And you probably see me in my uh my shirt roulette. I get very sweaty because they're just fan replicas um and they're shitter material. Um but probably still cost quite a lot. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, sort of, oh. I
1: mean, it's all kicked off because the women refused to wear it. And I'm like, why the Why does it matter with the blokes or women? I don't understand why it's any different.
0: I think it's more the, uh, it'll look like a wet t- t-shirt contest. Oh, uh, okay. So there'll be a, you'll be able to see boobs and nipples and stuff like that. Uh-huh, Probably not right, a good yeah. thing. Usually women's boobs and nipples are a little bit more sexual than uh, men's. It depends should on which be. way should they be, Tom? Do you know what <laughs> I mean? All I'm hearing,
1: Tom, is that there's people wanting you to wear your sweaty t-shirts when you go on your runs. So you know, just saying, people want to see it, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't know it was like sweaty. I think I thought it was more because it like
0: retained it, so it was
1: heavier or something. Like made it harder. Oh no,
0: right? it looks fucking awful. Uh, okay, it it does not. It's not a good look, mate. It is not a good look. Um, yeah unfortunately i believe that's because that's that is why anyway um all oh, good has anything been happening in your week before we actually uh delve into some stuff
1: nothing too crazy mate to be fair like i said just um let's see. nothing i don't want boys stuff with golf or anything like that but yeah business stuff work stuff is um is kicking off we got our we got an academy launch in on friday which is our new offering that we've got for coaches. So just been busy working on that, mate, to be honest. That and and obviously helping helping out, you know, clients and coaches and, and whatnot. And yeah, it's been um it's been interesting. Now the summer's been and gone. It seems that like a lot of coaches are starting to settle down into the groove of the post, you know, the post-holidays lull of clients and now people are picking up clients a little bit more frequently, a little bit easier because people are starting to realise, yeah, summer's done, want to settle down into routine or whatever. So yeah, yeah, it seems to be a bit easier for for coaches, I'm sure coaches are probably feeling the same. Guys listen to this probably, it starts to settle down a little bit after the summer madness that, that always happens every single year. No matter how much you
0: tell yourself that you know it's gonna happen, it still annoys you when it happens. <laughs> that is correct. On that as well, like uh I think I'm gonna run because I'm I'm playing around with what I'm doing with my combine. So I think I'm gonna run a free combine week for everybody who's interested. Um, so mm-hmm. I believe if it's not, if I don't DM you, you can DM me. I'll put that out there because obviously I will have outreach in terms of people who follow me, et cetera. I will DM you every single person that I deem, deem. I might be interested. will probably get a message from me in the next five, six days, I think. Um, But I believe I'm even running it. I've still on, side of the details that either be next week or the week after so pretty fucking rapid if you want to do it it's basically a test week a test week a very uh not as intense as my actual combine but all encompassing in in terms of training for fucking something so if you don't have anything to train for if you don't know where you're at and if you're a coach or anything um yeah might be something to actually do so all package for nothing look at that mate wonderful there you go for nothing, just uh, yeah, I need it tested out again. Wonderful, Points. Right. yeah. All right, we're gonna talk about just one thing, I think, because I didn't start my timer, worst purchase ever, still. Um, yeah, always forget. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm still persisting with my notes, all good. And I bought a new bottle, Dan. Look at that oddly, it's the same nice. basically those same bottles. Those bottles have uh, made the news over here in Dubai because
1: they've been melting
0: the heat over Ooh, the summer I over the summer my- they melt. yeah i bet. i brought mine last time but it didn't melt obviously but i imagine they yeah. would do yeah people said they're it's- leaving them in cars and stuff over the summer and they were just melting come back to melt <laughs> it's funny that's good oh uh, but yeah mm-hmm. if anybody anybody on the youtube um so my other one so if, they are exceptionally hard to fucking clean uh that's this nice. bit like no matter you it never really gets dry so it, like, got some, like, fucking black mold inside the tube. Um, and and I put it in, like, uh, baking soda and, like, vinegar and all this kind of stuff. Did nothing to it. So I was like, hmm, this seems... Because you can't quite dry it out unless I'm going to stand there in a sauna or something like that. So, yeah, that's annoying, is it? in constant use. So I realise they only cost about a tenner, but still slightly annoying that I can't keep it going. Um, yeah, anyway, and... Um, Unless until chilies like have a little nice sucky bit, which they do kind of, but you still have to. I'm too lazy to to pour. I need to suck. Uh, yeah, you, you know, sucky. You love you love a good suck. I, I love, love a good suck. So we're all good. Mm. Um, yeah, wonderful. Right, we're gonna talk about. I guess from entering businesses from this this little little peek behind the curtain. Dan got upset. No, Dan get upset. Somebody got upset with Dan, basically. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk about it because it's certainly something that happens in my business. Um, but I'm too chill to really get that worked up. But um Dan obviously takes stuff very personally, so I'm very proud of him that he just went, no, fuck off. Um <laughs> and didn't get worked up like the angry little man he, he can be, but he's fun. Yeah. Um but you so, in terms of what there's a certain expectation. From especially when you're paying, we're not cheap, right? So in terms of working with us, in terms of expectation, what we do, you might have even have a charter of expectations, certainly from our content. We probably put, put out certain things, what we expect from clients, probably from the consultation, you probably go over what you expect from somebody and what they expect from you, blah, blah, blah. Um, I know how uh, you probably are. You're pretty thorough in terms of things. So it's always interesting in and I have some people that come out in the first like two three weeks and gone like actually this isn't for me blah 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 I was expecting to do certain things blah 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 and I'm like cool I did let you know this but there is a process but yeah it's talk to me mate what's happening
1: yeah so basically I had a um I had a consultation call with a with a, a client a potential client the other what was it, about a few weeks ago on the call they were like outlined where they are business and. All this sort of stuff, and everyone's was all good. I thought I could help. Um, looked over their Instagram. I was like, this things can be improved, blah, blah blah. And kind of on the consultation call was just like, yeah, I just I don't want it. I don't. I, I want one. I need one to one help, kind of thing. Well, I don't want to be in a group. Don't want to do this sort of stuff. I need the one to one. okay, cool. Yeah, no worries. Do all that. Did the full like assessment of the business, and I was like, cool. Like, you know, looking at things, I think this is where you need to focus. Like, didn't really have a clearly defined niche, and didn't know who was trying to target. Content needed to be improved quite drastically for for anything to kind of happen in the in the long run outline kind of where we wanted to be in terms of client numbers and all this sort of stuff. So I was like, okay, cool. So the first two weeks I was like, set the targets and I was like, right, you need to go watch these videos um, that are in the group, you know, hour long each video over, you know, three hours of, of kind of like watching videos over the next two weeks, make some notes, tell them what you've applied to things, tell, tell them what you've taken from it. And then based on your niche and based on where you're at, I think you can start creating this type of content like this for, for, for them and, and see what happens. So two weeks come by and the first check-in comes back. And it was like, yeah, um, okay, cool. Like, you know, I've done the, you know, I've done some content, you know, I've looked at any stuff um, which the content was not like great and not very specific and in no way kind of to the standard that's needed. kind of. Um, and then sort of on the end of the check-in sort of mentioned, uh, you know, like, you know, I thought, I, I, you know, I thought I was clear. I don't want it to be a group thing. I want it the one-to-one help. Like I want your input on my content. I want your input on, you know, business strategy and kind of where I can take this business forward. Like, it seems at the moment all you've all you you've asked me to do is to create content um and post it um like I thought we'd be talking more about business strategy and like what I need to do to improve things and all this sort of stuff so I sent them a video back I was like yeah like you know like this is like the first step of, of that like you have to master this content there's no point kind of like looking further beyond content because it's the the pillar of what you need to, to do use some examples of some of the coaches who you know had watched the videos and had applied everything and where they were and all this sort of stuff and uh, basically, just got a bit of a, uh, an upset voice note back basically after that. Was like, you know, I, you know, look, I told you I don't want to be in a group. Like, I don't think for what I'm paying, I need to be told to watch videos and, and be in a group. Like, I need your opinion on my business strategy, my business going forward. Uh, I thought we'd be talking about more strategic things because you kept saying the word strategy over and over again, like literally, like over and over and over again. And I did the standard thing where I listened to the voice note and he just said, like, and I could be in the members group for this, blah, 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 all this sort of stuff. And I was like, well, yeah, but I'm directing you through what you need to do. Like, you're not in the group. You're here for a reason, honey. And I basically wrote out a massive, long reply. I was like, on the reply, I was like, like, look, you you paid for my advice. Like you paid for all this sort of stuff. I was like a business strategy ultimately when you're an online coach is to post content. Like it's the fundamental pillar to any business. And I was used examples. I look at Alex hormose look at some of the bigger, bigger dogs in, in this industry. Look at Gary V they just post content all the time. That is their fundamental business strategy for increasing, um, you know, exposure and, and making sure they get eyes on their brand. um, And and I kind of went deep into into this side of stuff. And I was like, look, I said, it's a fundamental part of it. I said, I need to upskill you using these videos because you're not at the level that's required for me to have these discussions with you about strategy. I was like, you you don't have a business to strategize. I was like, you need to start again from scratch kind of thing, basically. Um, And I kind of went in and I was like, not defending myself, I was like, look, you've, you've asked for my advice because I have this sort of business. I work with this many people. I've done this thousands of times of people like, like this is what's required um, you know if you want to get the results that you came in when you asked me you know you said you knew someone who got this result and I was like well if you want that result you have got to do this work and I just was like no do you know what I'm not even going to give him the bet I'm not even going to help him out at that point point. And, and that may, it might have made him click it might have been, oh, actually maybe I will do this I just deleted it all and just went no worries mate it's a full refund all the best for the future literally it was just like I was just like, no matter what I say, I was like, I'm not going to get through gym. I was like, I can't win. I was like, I've done this with loads of people, helped loads of people do it by doing this. And I was like, content is literally the fundamental business strategy. It's fundamental. Like, I don't care what anyone says. We've got an online business. 75% of your strategy is posting content. And it has to be done right first before you can move on to all anything else when it comes to creating a product, a new service, expanding your team, expanding your client base, whatever. It's fundamental. And... I just was like, not prepared to work with him because I was like, I just don't think this is going to work now based on what you've said. I just, I'm not going to do it. So I just gave him my money back. It's was like, I, and I, th- I said to you, didn't I, I just before, this I said, I think sometimes people, people want you to want them. They, or they think that that you need them. And I'm like, I don't need you, mate. I don't need you whatsoever in my business, in my life. I don't need the money you pay me. It's like, I do, I I can pick and choose now this exact position that you want to be and I'm in and you're now not listening to my advice. It's like, cool, mate. It's like our business. And I, that's the thing in, in the, in the, the text I said to him, I listed out like what our business was doing now and all this sort of shit. And I was like, our main focus is content. And we're at this level. You're, you're nowhere near it. And our focus is on content as our main primary business strategy. So I was like, you know, and you almost feel like who are you to tell me how it should be done? Like, I was like, and that's what I just said. I was like, don't worry, mate. Crack on, right. have fun with your strategy. See in a bit, and since then, it's posted no content. So it's kind of like, mm, okay, mate, what do I know? Do you know what I mean? Like, what do I know? That, and that's the kind of attitude that I had to it. And and, and I just thought, nah, I'm not in the benefit of the of the long message back. I just delete all. So that's what happened, mate. And it's um and you know it, it comes back down to obviously you know you're you're putting more work into the online stuff now. And and you know the first thing you've done is go right content. What do I need to think about putting out more of, less of? What's working well? What's not working well? Like it's, it's it's just fundamental to it. It just it just baffled me. It just baffled me that that was the response. I've never had that response before from someone who started.
0: Yeah, mm. it's, and I'm sure you like immediately. What you did was like the correct thing. Go away and watch this, 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 this. Because you'd in the personal approach, right? Because in the members group, you wouldn't get that. You'd, you'd get just nothing. be like. Yeah. Like shooting like a fucking into a can, right? So it's just like yeah. you've got access to lots of videos, but you don't know which ones to go and watch. You just kind of yeah. have to go and take in what you think you need, right? Whereas yeah. he's paid for you or paid for a coach, which is what we do with one-to-one coaching, right? Is like the same with me. I'd be like, all right, I need you to go watch this. I need you to go do this exercise. exactly what you pay for because mm-hmm. you've asked for my advice. You're asking for what I think is correct. And if you yeah. don't listen to it, it's absolutely fine. It's just like, all right, you're probably not gonna work well together because you're like yeah. at that early stage. You're like, nah, I don't. I don't. That was do the thing that. for like, me was it was like two weeks in. It was two weeks. It's like
1: not even try. It's not even like it's three months. And I'm just keep saying, make content, make content, make yeah. content. Like two weeks. And I'm like, well, even at three months, you're gonna have to create content. So I'm like, you are, you are <laughs> yeah. definitely gonna fall out of me at some point because that's all I'm gonna talk about. Like, it, it just, it just made me laugh. I was just like, two weeks in. And that's your attitude. I'm like, nah, I'm not doing it anymore. Just not doing mm-hmm. it. And, and I think, you know, I think that's the one of the, the beauties of when you get to the level that maybe, maybe we're at now and the experience level we have, the amount of time in this industry, you, you see these red flags coming a mile away now. I, I knew on the call, I was like, I was like, this could be a little bit and we'll see. We can benefit the doubt and straight away. Yeah. I like, nah. and, I, and I think, you, you know, it's where a lot of trainers want to get to that point where all their clients are fun people to work with, enjoyable, listen to them apply stuff having a laugh can have some jokes with them know how to know how to joke with them all that sort of stuff so yeah it's just funny how yeah that had to how it unfolded and like i said because the reason I, I i use it as a thing to talk about is because again i don't think enough business mentors shall i say are, are talking enough about the importance of content talking about all these other things and all these other hacks and it's just like it's just so fundamental um, you know, you might have picked it up from someone else, like, oh, business strategy, really important. It's like, fuck yeah. I can't even post on Instagram. You know, in business strategy if you can't post on Instagram. So yeah, it was just um yeah, we because me and Mike always say, treat your, you know, treat your business like a business. Like we say that all the time. But this is like not what we mean. We mean approach it how you would approach your business in terms of the relentless nature, the consistency, how well you do things, not sit there making a fucking business plan for three weeks and then not executing it or doing anything. But that's just pointless That's what You know, you, you probably work with a lot of people in corporate and stuff. and they, they always say the amount of time they waste in meetings, like they have meetings about meetings yeah. and people waste so much time in business. They just don't do anything. And it's like, we're like, no, treat it like a business as in do something, like actually do it.
0: Um But we, we know like, all right, like wonderful. It's, but in terms of the, obviously the content thing, it's like, we know that most of business is marketing. It's just like...
1: Well, no, well, no, it is. So, so like, so can I reverse? <laughs> sorry. Again, in this message, I kind of said, like as a reverse engineering. okay, cool. So you want to be at 40 clients in six months time. What do we need to do between now and then in terms of strategy? We need 20 clients in six months. Right, so what do we need then? We need three clients a month to come in three clients in a month. So what do we need to do in a month to get three clients? Well, we need to have probably X number of people come onto our page and start following us. We need to have X number of people reply to our stories or DM us in on Instagram. Okay, cool. That X number of people, how do we get these people on our page? Post content, right? But there's a strategy there. There's the straight yeah. like, but the whole point of it is like the whole point of the way we do things with check ins and we do things on a really like step by step basis. That I don't need to confuse you with all that, and I know all that, I've got it all in my head, I've got it all written out. But in the next two weeks, all you need to do is this that's it, just don't think about anything else, don't look at the future. Because that's what a lot of coaches do, they think about whether well, they're gonna be in this time next year. Oh, I'm gonna have a YouTube channel, I'm gonna be here. No, just just post some content first. Just yeah. take one step. Just take that. It's like, oh, I want to squat 100 kilos. Yeah, but you squat the bar at the moment. Let's, let's just focus <laughs> on the bar, <laughs> yeah? It's, it's that. It's the equivalent. And, you know, it's – and and the, and the guy's like a body, no, bodybuilder. And I was like, it's like people wanting to step on stage and going, oh, oh, two weeks in, I'm not there yet. Well, wow. you're not know, going to be yeah. there. Right. So just yeah. train first. It just baffles me that, that they can't see it. And, and you know, yeah, just – yeah, that was it. That was that was the interaction, and in it also—I <laughs> thought it'd be useful content for for a lot of clients, um, or potential coaches or potential clients, whatever. Um, to realize that there's nothing really, there's nothing you're missing. There's nothing magic out there you're missing. It is, we're still posting content daily now, all the time. So is Tom. Do you
0: really think
1: it's not that important? <laughs> we're still doing it all the time.
0: Um. So yeah, it's just yeah. Yeah, there's a re the like look at the biggest companies in the world. There's still Coca Cola, don't think they probably have to advertise and post content. You know, who they are either they buy their product, still see the fucking on like an advert every single day or like big Christmas produce and stuff like that. They're still gonna post content, still gonna post everything like that to try and attract customers and get more market share and stuff like that. It's just, yeah, but it's interesting. Uh, in terms of like we say troublesome clients, that kind of thing maybe going through that, because I certainly, I wouldn't say I have, I haven't had troublesome clients, but I definitely have had people who, with a similar ilk, would sign up for something, it's usually a case of maybe he's seen your content, shock he signed up with you, probably because of your content, right, Um, and then bought into it, which is great, Um, but they expect something quickly, Um, and it's an interesting thing in terms of you probably build in like client journeys very purposefully into your business because you know it for 99% of the people, this is what will work well. And it's like, yeah, it's still, it's still going to be a personal journey because I get them um, from my athletic background, right? There's certain things just like you're like, all right, I need you to create content. I need you to do this in the first two weeks and watch these videos. I have a super Similar thing. I need you to film these exercises. Some people won't fucking do that, but they're super basic things. Film these exercises. But like, oh, but I'm a bit embarrassed about filming myself. Fucking coach, what? Are you mad? Like, you they ask you their own clients film? to do that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that's that's a that's a red flag for me. Sometimes I'm like, I need you to film. Like, how the fuck am I meant to help you? Um, certainly, because literally just one client and I had. Um, this week, I managed to pick out straight away an external rotation and inversion issue. And I was like, how long's that been there? Is there a previous injury or back? Yeah, cool. All right, I wouldn't be able to see that if I didn't see you jump and didn't see you squat. Wouldn't be able to see it, but I need that, okay? Really simple fucking things. I asked them to do two sessions where they completely film themselves. And then within that, then I'd be like, normally what happens, I enter, there's, I've got like a phase, phase, like 12 phases that I can pick from, right? Depending on what I think your like adaptability is at the level of like client or whatever. Um, and I'll pick one of those more than likely for the first three to four weeks for adherence, to see if you'll do movement patterns that you haven't done maybe for a while or reintroducing and to m- just make sure you get moving correctly before I throw anything that is advanced at you. And I, I'm using air quotes, advanced. It might not be advanced, it just probably it will be more uh, like tailored towards your sport. But it's the same as like a rehab protocol. I've got a general, general strength or general like training. Dan has to go through general fucking content and look at your business first before you get to that nitty gritty stuff to earn that. Right. It's the same as the bodybuilding stuff. So, and I'll, I've definitely had, I've probably had a handful of people that have left within the first month going, Oh, um, I'm not too sure this is for me. It's too, like it's either too different or I was expecting to do something like get there quicker or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know what you want unless you're seeing me in person I can't really Mm. assess you this way or I need you to do this first and it's, it's there is a bit of a process to it and yeah if I think you're doing really well after three weeks like I'll change it straight away it's like I'm pretty flexible in certain things but yeah that's what will tend to happen. Um, And based off your sport or based off if you're doing high rocks or based off you're doing that, I'll get you to test as well because I need you to be physically able. Probably if you're an athletic person, I'm going to test you as well in the first four weeks. Week four is a combine week for most people, an adaptive one, but I need you to do that. And people bottle it before that. And I'm like, all right, well, that's my whole ethos of my business is like, I'm going to get you to test it um, and get you're a bit anxious about it. No, fine guess what? If you don't want to look at your bank account, I don't know what's in there. Like, or if you like lie about your client numbers or anything like that, it's just about lying about your physical fitness. Ah, we don't need to see where we're at. Yeah, we do. Cause I need to know where you're fucking going. Like yeah. I need those results to decide where you're going. But that would be a similar thing for that lad. Obviously like, yeah, probably needs to get some content out there to know where his business is going, who, what clients he's attracting, that kind of thing. Right. So chance yeah obviously. it's just like you said it's
1: it's, it's you need the baseline to you know where to improve Uh right you're not going to get you're not going to it's not going to improve without any feedback is it it's just going to be the yeah. same shit you've always been get you voice put out
0: and i'm sure like you took on as much information i'd encouraged that i asked for like what have you done programming wise mm-hmm. for the last possibly six months i'm like have you got any screenshots or anything like that and all that kind of stuff to look through mm-hmm. blah 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 fully information all this kind of shit you would have done a business assessment know exactly where they're at and you've decided mm-hmm. pay for our kind of point of view uh, to know exactly an our educated like point of view because we'd like no look at our results like this is what's happened so um so i think it's a, a message for co- coaches out there as well it's probably not you if somebody does that and flames out quickly um, because you've attracted them in, you're doing what you need to do, you know your results, you blah, 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 blah. They just, they want some sort of magical yeah, thing. Yeah,
1: as long as as consistently you're producing results, that's what I would say. As long as consistently you're yeah. getting good feedback on your processes and on your systems and all that sort of stuff and you're getting results, it's not you. If if that's happening and you're not getting results, there might be people that are too nice to say anything straight off the bat and they're staying around and then they're going, no, no, I can't bother. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's a bit different. So that's the only thing I would say with that, but. Yeah, it just, it's just, you do get some people like that who come into your coaching and they just won't do what you ask them to do. And you go, well, you don't really want to change the idea. You just want the result and you will do it. You know, you want all the hacks and all that sort of shit. And I'm like, you just know my away. way. I think you just get better as you get older and more experienced to see it, to go, yep, no worries, you know, just give you all the money back. It's not worth the hassle, not worth the risk of, of of anything, any fallout from it. Just go, thanks a lot. Bye. Catch you later. And that's it. Yeah,
0: you see it in lots of mentorships, like, unfortunately. That people will be like, oh, I don't want to give them a refund. They've signed this contract or do all mm-hmm. this stuff. And I've given a refund. I gave one last month just because yeah. that person agreed to come back on and they auto started. And they were like, actually, Tom, can we wait another month? And I was like, yeah, it's fine. And just because you said it, I was like, I'm not a prick. Like, yeah, I've yeah. I've done any work, so um, <laughs> it's okay. I'm not gonna like. I just feel like if you take if that, that whole like. I've tied them into that contract and like, yeah, it's like, all right, just be a Do you a know what, like funny, funny bit. story, funny story there is that I, I, I hear
1: stories all the time of coaches failing their payments and getting out and, and not honoring contracts. Like the one people that you think would be like, oh no, I've I sticked that because I've, I've, you know, I've said I'll, I'll do it. They don't. Yeah. The coaches are some of the worst, genuinely some of the worst for all that sort of stuff. Painful, mate. It's so painful, yeah. like hearing them talk about it. Cause I'm like, I know what you lot are up to. <laughs> like I know what you do. <laughs>
0: so yeah, it's yeah. just uh, is what it is, isn't it? Unfortunately. Unfortunately, you've got to look in the mirror every now and again. But yeah, it's a nice yeah. short, sharp look of uh, yeah, but people it I guess there's an expectation. What do you think you could do? I don't know, how would you go about that if somebody if if you're getting a lot of those people, or would you Coming into your business and leaving very quickly, would you look at your like anything that's Yeah, there's probably or... not there's probably something to do
1: with your onboarding there, there's a problem. Maybe you are asking too much of them. You know, maybe you are being a bit too much or too over the top with assessments and that sort of stuff. That's why I said if you're getting a good 90% of people go through your program and get great results and love what you're doing, then you're fine. Um, but if not, then there's probably something about it. Either your messaging is well off. It'd be like, it'd be like Tom pointing out loads of content saying, I don't agree with testing, there's no point in testing no point assessing anything and then they come in and go right here's 12 tests here's loads of assessments you'd be like what's fucking weird so you're making sure those two things marry up like i like i i hear coaches all the time say oh you know um you know help people lose weight without giving up foods that they love and also without the restrictive Mm -hmm. dieting and yet someone comes in and they go right these are calories easy macros and it's like well that's restrictive so yeah people will go well you said it wasn't restrictive well no it is Oh, but I can fit whatever I want in those calories. Yeah, but I can't fit a whole chocolate bar and eat the amount of protein you must be to. So I can't really eat the foods I love, can I? Do you know what I mean? There's a bit of that sometimes where it's like, well, make sure that what you're you're saying is what you get kind of thing. Um, So yeah, it's just, um, that's one thing to think about.
0: I would say. So whilst we're on the subject of that then, well, well, subject of shitty clients, what's your worst client you've ever had?
1: Um... I, I don't know. It depends, really, on, on what you mean. <laughs> I've had some... As in, like, I've had some. i had some that don't really check in and do much. But I don't know if that's the worst, because they're not really, like, much problem for me then, is it? Um, no. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're just not, they're not making me work for it. Um, but I've had some that are just very resistant to change. And, like... I think in my earlier years, I had some that are very resistant to change that I just should have called out sooner on them lying to me. That I know now in hindsight, as I'm older, I know that I've got clients that lied to me. And I'm just like, I'll just go, i just say to them and say, look, you can carry on this whole charade if you want, but you're not gonna get anywhere. So we either decide to change something or we just stop. I'm much quicker to, to say that now and call people out on it than I used to be. Um, but I, I had one that she was, I, I actually think it's gonna sound awful. Looking back in hindsight, I think she was probably actually in, in in somewhat of an abusive relationship in the sense of how quiet she was, how timid she was, the way she talks about her partner. But also the lack of self confidence on herself. But just she was on claiming to be on 12 1,300 calories and, and not losing weight, and she was 90-odd kilos and was going to the gym and doing all these things. And I tried all this sort of stuff, and she would never really ask for much help was always doing everything to the T, but never losing weight and couldn't work out why. And uh, yeah. Uh, looking back now, I, I do question that, whether she was not in a great place, like with all that stuff going on. Um, But she was one of my worst clients for just like not doing anything, like just give me nothing. Couldn't couldn't get through to her in terms of like trying to get her to track different ways, trying to track more accurately, trying to not track, trying to do food diaries, trying to figure out why she wasn't losing weight on such low calories. And it was like, well, obviously she's lying, obviously because she wasn't eating that many calories and she was overweight. So it's like, you know, but trying to get that out of her was tough. So a lot of people, yeah. they just tell you, yeah, just fucked up, lied whatever. Just, it was, it was a long time as well. Long time. Not fruit free coaching to the point where she actually left and came back as well and did the same thing. Just kept lying, so yes, yeah, it's, it's one of those where there's not much you can do,
0: um, unfortunately. No, it's not much. You can Unless, do. yeah, do you have a slight? It sounds like you have a slight regret of not being able to talk about the uh, other issues as well, or maybe push her into somebody who. Well, you can't. You can't like more, how do you how do you bring uh, it expertise. up? You know what I mean? Yeah. How do you
1: how do you say? By the way, is everything right at home? And they go, Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's cool. And you go, Yeah. And you're like, Is it? Are you sure? Like, it's not my place. It's not my nutrition coach. You know, like, even though, I think, I think that's the one thing about being a PT versus online. Being a PT, that people open up and tell you that shit. Yeah. Like, I like you remember the people I trained. I trained one woman three times a week, and she opened up. how she was having an affair with her best friend's husband. To me, she's like, I never told anyone else this, but I'll tell you. You just talk all the time. It's like therapy. You know and. And you kind of can give your opinion then because you're in person. She's clearly asked for it and told you, whereas online, you're not going to get someone say that on a video message and send it to you. It's just not <laughs> no. as Still done as, as it is in person. So, you know, I, I don't think it's my place to, not to say anything, but but there was there was enough little hints that dropped in that that looking back, I'm like, mm, actually, like, like, for example, she would, looking back now again, it would be like her husband or boyfriend, it was a husband, her boyfriend's parents would come over and she would be like, oh, I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get judged and, you know, there's going to be little snide remarks and things like that. And just little things like that now, looking back, I think back and, you know, like, yeah, maybe there wasn't something quite right there, but I can't, again, you know, I can't help, can't do do much from that point of view. Um, yeah. But would explain why she was, I say a bad client, I, I make it sound really bad now, like I make it she's a bad client, like, but I mean, bad <laughs> as in, like adherence and like just not doing anything. but yeah. um, Could have been for a, a very good reason, you know, um, so who knows
0: but yeah yeah i've i've had a few that like in terms of adherence stuff like that that's fairly i feel. i think all coaches do i, one, I do remember that one i had in person
1: who was that one we had in person he trained with me and you i'm sure he did <laughs> he was um, an overweight
0: guy he was an overweight guy no i don't think and, i don't think he well trained. i think i think i did his uh i did his assessment and then i was like oh yeah yeah dan's got that time free and uh, then yeah. uh, <laughs> and you, and then I was you like, stitched Here's me a up. client dan yeah I you stitched like, me up I, and then he, he came in it wasn't over. worth the money <laughs> yeah no no
1: he wasn't at all so we did our first session and he was like oh it's was really hard session and i was like we just did body weight like he kept going on about his knee he kept saying he had a bad knee and i was like okay you got a bad knee wicked like, we'll take it really easy. Like, did literally, like, bodyweight split squats, bodyweight squats, TRX rows, like, just nothing crazy in yeah, our yeah. first session, right? And then he came into the next session, like, with a knee brace on and, like, slightly limping. And it was about five days after that or something like that. And, you know, he just went, like,
0: mate, I'm not training you again. Right, just <laughs> it's there. actually a theme, actually. Like, my worst in-person clients can be worse that I, def- I think cause online clients tend to have bought into you a little bit more. Right. And you don't, yeah, obviously you don't get as much contact with them. So in person, um, two stand out one. Um, I, I, I always remember the story of like, he had to stop, he stopped training with me because, um, he, uh, so he trained and then like, yeah, it's fine. We've been training for like probably two or three weeks and then I pushed him a little bit harder because we like, we set some foundations, blah blah blah. Um, and then he he apparently was uh, he cancelled. And then he sent me a note, uh, a doctor's note, and uh, he said, "Yeah, I've been to the doctors because I've been so like uh, I felt so shit and I felt so like sore and all this and blah blah blah." And the doctor says, "I have uh, something called DOMS," and. Uh, <laughs> he literally sent me an email. I was like, I don't think we should be training anymore because uh, I don't want to feel like this again. Um I was like, I literally were like, I was like, are you being serious? <laughs> I was just like, you have delayed onset of muscle soreness. I was like, it was like, yeah, it just came on like after a session. I was like, Yep, I don't know. that's fine Uh, yeah literally like that's
1: a normal human thing normal
0: human response it means your body is trying to adapt to the stimulus Mm. I would be worried if it happens in a month's time but sure Uh, that was always funny Um, then I I had one guy that worked in finance and it tends to be unfortunately it tends to be guys I had one girl it was was quite similar who was just like when I'm going to see results works fucking terribly in the gym barely like lifts a finger doesn't like put any effort in and at all trains once a week like can barely squat obviously it's my job to motivate him or anything but does barely listens to what I'm doing and he's like oh mm. I haven't seen the results yet I'm like yeah I see you for an hour a week uh what are you expecting <laughs> like I can't change anything um yeah and then would complain that it's too expensive and then I'm like uh, don't train them. It's fine. You're in a gym that's pretty premium, so don't really understand the the cost kind of thing. So yeah, it was always funny, always quite funny. Blokes tend to be worse that's well. They get worse bloke clients yeah. than females. Females tend to be like, yeah, let's do this, let's go. A um, little bit more, yeah, into it, into PT. I think they tend mm. to be better P- like in person PT clients than uh, than guys uh they'll probably tell you stuff as well good mate that was a full-on yeah. client bitching session lovely yeah love it yeah. <laughs> if anybody else has got some shit clients then uh yeah so um... let us know yeah. <laughs> right all right any other business Dan?
1: not for me now All good
0: not for me um yeah obviously free combine free it'll be some aerobic stuff from some strength stuff some Snippets, find out where you're at. Um, I will DM you if you don't DM me. Um, yeah, it'll be on my email list as well. If you're on there, you'll probably find out. But yeah, we super simple upload on striders get you moving seven days, bosh, and then I'll actually tell you where you're fucking at with your training. Easy, is that it's awful advice? Um, just like Dan, I will tell him where he's at. It's golf, uh, <laughs> just joined the Kiddies Academy, so he's in it. You learn fast. Bye, right, guys. Nice listening. We'll catch you next week. See you later.